We actually have the uh, Bill Nye music, is what we've got. What do we have? The Bill Nye music. We just played that. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that works yeah, yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, break for the Bill, Nye, my, m- 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 the Bill Nye music. Okay, good. Great. So, so coffee. Uh, cold brew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's actually kind of interesting. It's it's the different chemicals in coffee uh, basically are broken down at different rates, and the bitterness chemical... Uh, breaks down to a certain point and it happens over more time when you cold brew as opposed to hot brew it's pretty cool i don't know i like science science is fun fuck science <laughs> that's check out science. our competing podcast <laughs> fuck science yeah. that's all i have to say a, about that. no further arguments man no further arguments your honor just what has science fuck ever done science. for you uh so i've been looking into the science of surfing I went down to California for a couple days. God. Wait, did you actually, or are you just making a really bad joke? (laughs) Oh, no. I I went to the beach and did some body surfing, and it was super fun. I'm really sad you weren't looking into the science (laughs) of surfing. The actual science of surfing? (laughs) I was really, like, into hearing about that. Well, like, I can give you a description. It all has to do with waves and how they collapse, but, you know. Oh, but the science of the waves is the important part. Oh, yeah, yeah, We're, still, we're obviously speaking. still in our Bill Nye segment. Yeah, scientifically uh, speaking, the wave, like, it breaks Jesus and then parts Christ. rush backwards and parts ruts. <laughs> parts rut. Parts The wave parsh, has it's sex with ruts. the ocean. Parsh. And then yeah. you surf on it with your body. <laughs> and you just ride just that explosion, man. Over. Ride that wave. Hey! <laughs> just like it rides the ocean. You're like... Everyone's All this white stuff is foam. Yeah, everyone's just guys. Welcome <laughs> back to another week of the Sounding Board, your podcast that is sometimes about music and sometimes about the waves having sex with the ocean. Yeah, this podcast is high art. High <laughs> fucking high art. Four twenty yeah. plays it art. Hell yeah! Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah! I injected that. Mm. <laughs> guys, we're. <laughs> We're we're here this week to talk about Mercury God. Rev's hot bit of noise rock candy. Hot bite? Was it bite? You said it last week. Hot bite of know. noise rock candy. I think it was bite. Sure. I imagine it was a bite. I'm, bite. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I said hot chomp. <laughs> hot niblet. Yeah, that's what I of said. Noise rock candy. Your self esteem. With that being said, um. Last week's recording schedule was a little weird because people were fucking busy and I ran away to California. And I was like, Ted, I'm running to California. And he was like, oh, I'll see if I can come see you. And then I never heard anything and it was very sad. That's because you didn't tell me when you were coming. I you told, told me like you. a month ago, like, I'll be coming to California. And I was like, all right, yeah, just let me know. I'll see what I can do. Mm. That's all I heard of it. Mm. That Where might be true. were you near, Ted? I was in, uh, I was in Santa what? Barbara. For a fiesta, so I went down there and they had a parade that was like literally two hours of horses walking by. What? And and that shitting on the street. Exciting. <laughs> that sounds fucking great. The last <laughs> the last part of the parade was the people who came through and cl- and cleaned up the horse shit. I'm not kidding. That was to, part of the actual no, that's parade. At a really big part of the parades are always the horse shit cleaners. Yeah. yeah so uh, I, I, I did you. that and. That was kind of fun. Um, oh, so I played kickball last Monday when I would have been recording. This is this is kind of great. I played kickball last Monday when I would have been recording, and uh, I was stoked. I hadn't played kickball since elementary school, and 
Have you ever was... played beer in hand kickball? That sounds Holy like the shit, way to play. I would kill that. That's the way to play. It's so, fucking hilarious when people try to catch it. So <laughs> I I was I was doing all right, you know, like the first inning like we got like seven runs right off the bat. I kicked someone in and then made it made the run. It was great. Um and as it turns out, getting on base in in like actual kickball with adults who don't drop the ball every three seconds is harder than you would think. <laughs> you know how you can get them to drop the ball every three seconds? Put a beer in their hand. Or, or their you, hand. Can, you can kick directly for the pitcher's head. That's a pretty yeah. good method, too. You can, you can dome the pitcher. Yeah, like, surprisingly <laughs> effective. Take him right the fuck out. Surprisingly yeah. effective. Whichever. Don't so even the first... use the ball. Just run up to him and drop kick him. So, <laughs> so the, first, right. uh, the first inning, I was nailing it, man. I was getting us runs. I was doing good. The second inning, I stepped up to kick, kicked, and immediately felt like a horrible pain on my inner thigh. Uh, and... Realized very quickly that I could no longer run because on my second Ooh. kick, I literally pulled a muscle in my groin and have spent the last week barely able to walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from kickball. <laughs> yeah, from kickball. Like, apparently should have stretched it out more. Was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. I was really mad when I was standing in line for a sandwich. Because I couldn't stand. Did you wait? You kicked it. Did you make the run? Oh, I made it to first, like limping and hobbling and like in pain. And then on second, they kicked it right in between first and second, and I couldn't actually run. So I did like an advanced hobble at like maybe four miles an hour. It was pretty quick for a hobble, but got tagged out on my way. So I I got us. All right, all right. Check it though. My kick got someone home, and I got us two runs in the first inning at least. So we won nine to six, and I'm pretty sure that that was because of me. Well, that's exciting. You know yeah. what you could have done to stay safe? You know the classic: don't get touched out by in any sports ball game. No, I don't. You, you play dick out. You know you. <laughs> oh yeah, you just right before you whip it out and you start running and like shaking at them and like ah. <laughs> you go and for the intimidation play, right? Yeah. You go full. Yeah, that's so you, They'll be like, I'm gonna, any, I'm gonna get the any, other person. And in any sports ball game, you say? Yeah, any any of them. You'll okay. you'll be better off by playing dick out. Hmm. Like you, your helpful sports ball advice from you'll Tash. always play better <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I never had that Nailed particular it. injury before. <laughs> <laughs> and what a great way to get a groin like. A stretch or a spasm or whatever it was. So, so I uh, I did some research. That's actually like the the major way. Normally, it's from playing soccer, not kickball. But uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Kickball. <laughs> the uh, the finals are on Wednesday, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be warming the bench because I still can't run. I thought I was doing pretty well until I tried to cross a street at a, uh, above about three miles an hour and was like, oh god, it hurts, and almost fell over. <laughs> I like how you measure how fast you're going in miles an hour. Is that oh, yeah, common? Because yeah. I don't yeah, normally yeah. do that. I, I assume yeah, I like no, I walk. I have no idea how many miles per hour. Yeah, I'm I have never spent the time running. measuring it out. I assume I walk at a brisk pace of about twenty miles an hour, like just slowly, what? you know, making my way through a room. Just at twenty miles, an hour. twenty miles an hour, right? <laughs> Anyone who gets in your way, That's like an average dies. Pace. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I have yeah. a, I have a habit of walking past where I'm trying to go because it's. Pre- I mean, you know, it's it's not. The you got to put on those brakes, but... man. You got to put on so those yeah, brakes. You You've got a plan a for it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So walking at 20 <laughs> miles an hour, how long does it take for you to get from your house to anywhere? <laughs> and, and what's the route Probably that you take? About 20 minutes uh, on average from my house to anywhere. It takes about 20 minutes. I'll usually start by going out the front door, uh, missing wanna... that turn, ending up going out the back door. Mm. Um, I, I go around up to the street you know kind of on the right of the house yeah can you with... describe in more detail the area you live in <laughs> yeah so uh in this house behind my house there's this dog wait, wait wait how do you get into that house do you just walk at 20 miles an hour through the window yeah no when you walk it turns out when you walk that fast people don't really see you because they're so confused so it's you're just in their houses like touching their dogs and they're yeah they're like know, is that a really thin car yeah, what's happening? <laughs> what it can't that? be a car. It's in my house. I'm just gonna ignore it. Yeah, why um, is there? It's yeah, it's pretty crazy. So this house that I was in, you know, there's a dog. They've got um, a table or two, some some chairs around. Yeah, they they tables. had a table or two. Yeah, really, they had a table or two. Now I have three tables. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very convenient. <laughs> And then I left this house. That was all that I noticed about the house, really. When you're the tables out also, that you took, the with tables you. that I noticed enough that I took them. When you're walking that fast, it's hard to see anything but tables. Yeah, tables—they're um, pretty large, square. Very good at tripping you too. Yeah, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. that's a big right about an a big ankle thing height. about tables. A lot of people don't think about. They trip you. They're fast, yeah. like jabbing. oh yeah yeah mm. yeah just fast. like so. The trick is you. <laughs> I don't know any more about my neighborhood, really. I can't really describe it much better than I'm starting to do. There's this cool gate. I feel like I have a pretty complete picture yeah, of Yeah, no, area. I feel like I yeah, know okay, all about good. your yeah. neighborhood You now. get, you get yeah. it. You know. Yeah. You, yeah. you understand. I, I, I feel like yeah. you could blindfold me in that neighborhood, and I would still be able to, like... Trip over a couple tables. Yeah, yeah. Exactly <laughs> that. Definitely that. Because <laughs> that's, that's the important part, really, is, is doing that. Though, it turns out, I found out an exciting thing about my neighborhood. There are bats in my neighborhood. Not too surprising. Oh, bats like are kind of everywhere. Bats. Yeah, like baseball bats. <laughs> I, I was so blindsided by that. That's so cool that they're in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's all the kids, you know. They I've always, always have to live baseball the... bats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all the like, I don't know, fucking gang members running around with baseball bats and chains, beating yeah. on people's cars. Oh, would you say they're committing battery? Uh... <laughs> 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 right. So talking about bats. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> God. Oh, um, I had an exciting moment where we thought there was a mouse in my attic okay so Lita was up in the room i stay in which is my dad's old room which is like an attic room it's really cool sort of offset from the roof um and she was hearing sort of like a scribbly sort of sound and we know there's mice down in the foundation um and we were like oh you know the foundation is fine because they're in the vents rather than up anywhere else where they would cause problems i need to sort it out but i'm not worried about it but she came downstairs because I was 
uh, reading, I think, on the couch. Um, and she was just like, oh, I think there's mice upstairs. I'm hearing this scrittering sound. And um, our cat, Persephone, just, like, ran off after it. She's like, I'm not really sure. Can you come take a look? So I was like, okay, okay. Um, and I walked up the stairs, and she had the door open. And I hear this weird fucking sound, and the cat comes booking out the door. And it's on this, like, good tall set of stairs are all carpeted and the cat's just kind of like pausing running up the stairs pausing running down the stairs staring upward and i see this sort of blur and there's a fucking bat in the house um and i was just like oh cool a bat i haven't seen a bat in so long and lita who's never seen a bat is very nervous and freaking out so we spend the next 10 minutes kind of chasing this bat and it's kind of hard to chase a bat um, because yeah, they tend to stay pretty high up, like yeah. ceiling yeah. height. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our ceilings are a lot taller than I am. So I'm, I'm kind of just trying to keep it from going down the hallway and keeping it in one room um, and then leading it out the house somehow. So I'm just, like, standing in the hallway, like, waving my hands above my head, like, ah, d- don't come down this hallway, bat. Um, and the bat's just fucking spinning in circles really fast all around the room and everyone's sort of like glides into a corner and tries to grab at things and falls out of the corner and spins in circles um i eventually chase it into the kitchen where i'm i'm like oh it's in the kitchen there's a there's a door a back door which you know as i've described my house in depth earlier yeah um, mm-hmm. there's a is there back still door. a back door your is house is like one of those your you're walking your house is like a one back of those door. memory castles for me. Memory castle, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A back door, what, Josh? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear. I, that. I, I was wondering if your house still had a back door. If that was another casualty of your last walk. No, no, it, it is the back door. I'm very familiar with because I broke it last time, but I fixed it now, so it's okay. Um, though it stays open all the time, which is why it's fixed because I just don't deal with it. Um, but so. Uh, chase a bat in the kitchen, wave my hands in front of the kitchen door. Ah, oh, don't come out of the kitchen, bat. Ah. Um, and Lita brought a big blanket because I asked her to do that because I was going to try and, like, throw the blanket on the bat was my plan. <laughs> I didn't really have a plan yet, mostly. It was my plan. I didn't really want to take a tennis racket, do the whole hit the bat out of the air thing because that seems mean. Bats are kind of cute. Um, so I take the blanket and I start kind of just walking towards the bat, which is still, you know, spinning in circles, trying to land in corners and grab on things, but it can't cause it's all slick and drywally. Um, and so I lift up the blanket to try and throw it on the bat next time it runs around. And I just don't hear the sound of the bat just like anymore. And I pause and just, what just happened? Did it find a place to land? So I try and peek over the blanket in the corners. It's not in the corners. And I look down, and the bat's just on the blanket, staring up at me, looking really nervous. Just like, oh, oh god! And it's so cute. And they're just these fuzzy little fucking chicken chicken tenders. They're so tiny little bastards. I love them. Um, and then I got really nervous and started flying around again. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I need to catch this bat so I can look at it. And so. I've realized now that if I hold up the blanket big enough, I'm like a wall that it can grab onto. So I do that again, and then it lands, and I'm like, okay, there's no sound. This is the time. And I peek down just to make sure, and it looks up at me, and then it just flies back. It, like, does this badass uh, skydive, like, backwards thing, and it just goes right out the back door. Uh, And I was so sad (laughs) because I wanted to fucking look at that baby bat so badly. It was probably not a baby bat, but it was a cute little bat. And I wanted to play with it, and I wanted it to be Aww. my own baby bat. It didn't want to be your friend, though. Oh no, it didn't. Well. Stupid bat. It's 
big I'm, big I'm sorry. Big, big. Yeah, I know. That's, that's I, uh, I've had man. a I've had a really hard two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. point of that story. <laughs> oh, so I I totally forgot to mention something. Um, oh, not about bats, but about uh, oh, bulls, shit. which are kind of tangentially related. Um, bees and bees. there's a yeah. bee in them. There's s's. There are bees on this album. By the way. Have there either are... of you ever tried to ride a mechanical bull? <laughs> no, but I want you so badly. It's I... really hard. It is hard. That's what I hear. I only ran on a shitty one once. They had one at like my at some high school dance, like my sophomore year. There was a mechanical bull. <laughs> how, long, awesome. how long did you stay on it? I don't remember. I don't remember anything from before I was 20. Really. Before, so, no, from before you were riding the bull, because oh. you hit your head on the impact. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So, it's a whole blur before that. My, uh, my, <laughs> there my was job, nothing before the bull. My job for, like, an event we were doing got a mechanical bull in the office, and we had it for, like, three hours. So it was three hours of people trying to stay on the bull while they, like, chose their theme music to ride to. I, uh... I managed the first time 3.8 seconds, <laughs> which sounds really a... bad until, like, you see the other times, a number of which were below two. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that you don't realize about mechanical bulls is that they're not just bucking you off. They're actually very slippery. Like, Oh, right, yeah. So, like, those spins just kind of corkscrew you right off. Um, and uh, what I, I discovered, two things. One, uh, my first instinct was to tighten up my, my, my core, you know, and try and balance on top. Not the way. Not the way at all. You want to you wanna be free-flowing. You want to be like water. You want to just kind of get tossed yeah. around and stay Bruce on. Bruce Lee that shit. Yeah, you Bruce Lee that shit. And uh, second thing... You don't try and grip the sides. You just get you you sit way far forward and you just wrap your legs around its face. And <laughs> and then you hope. You hope real hard because odds are you'll still get tossed off in under 10 seconds. <laughs> so, we were drinking and riding the bull and I managed uh, I managed like 10 and a half seconds at my best, which was like kind of an accomplishment. Uh, the top three people who got really, really good at it, like, made it up to around 40 seconds, which is when that fucker gets mean. Um, but, uh, pretty fun. Would recommend. Drink first. Yeah. Definitely oh, drink of course. The yeah. only time you would ever ride a mechanical bull is for drinking. Important question, though. Uh, what theme song did you decide on? So I didn't, I didn't pick my own theme song. I had thought about it, but I just went with whatever was playing. Uh... I can't remember what I ended up doing the the ten and a half seconds to. It was probably uh, it was some it was some Josh. This is a song. podcast about music. How do you um, not know? I, I should have written it down. It was it was probably yeah. like it was probably some pop song. It was probably like I don't fucking know. Welcome to the Jungle or or Barbie Girl or something like that. It was one of those. Those two. are such different songs. I know, right? <laughs> It's either Welcome to the Jungle or Barbie Girl. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I mix those up all the time. Too. Yeah, they're really... I'm, I'm not even sure. This was, this was like a week and a half ago. It's been some time. 
You don't really remember anything really before the bowl. <laughs> no. I guess we understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got tossed off that thing like three or four times. And uh, no, I don't really remember too much before that. What I do remember, though, is that afterwards, because I was trying to grip its head with my feet, I had a big like line of skin that had been torn off on one of my feet. Ooh, because nice. that that fucker chafes apparently. <laughs> Would recommend mechanical bulls. Good. Pretty good time. Okay. It's cool. on my I'll list. Buy, it's like it's like instant <laughs> adrenaline. Yeah. Like, and and oh. the, like the last couple times I wrote it, what would happen was I because you've got a rope, like a rope that's about three, like maybe five inches long, and you can only grip it with one hand. Um, so what kept happening to me is most people would kind of be tossed off and lose their grip on the rope as they flew off. But I, t- I like two or three, like the last two times I wrote it, I would lose my grip on the rope and then still stay on it for another three seconds, just kind of getting tossed around like a corkscrew with my arms like waving through the air. It was pretty dumb. It was fun. That sounds fantastic. It was a good time. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, oh, so it's not, it's not a bull. Speaking of another bee thing, I see we're keeping up a little record here. Not a bumblebee Bears. necessarily, but... Boars. Bears. Bears is good, too. Uh, no, there's a lot of bees. I'm not going to try and knit list anymore. But boars. I watched uh, a New Zealand film that came out this year. Uh, was it boring? Theater here. It was actually <gasps> really excellent, but there was a boar, and I'm tired of these fucking jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it was. It's a really fucking good movie. I was very happy with it. Um, it's this director whose name I'm gonna look up because I can't remember it. Um, who I learned about in one of my film classes when I was taking classes for my minor. Um, and so it's called the Hunt for degree? the Wilder People. My what? You have a mining degree. My mining degree, yes. <laughs> my mining degree, exactly what I was talking. Your minor, about. your minor degree. My minor degree. I got it. No, it's okay. I'm I am a minor. I'm now permanently under eighteen. <laughs> God, sorry. Uh, so it says director. Uh, his name is Taika Waititi. Um, he's a really he's pretty new. He's excellent though. He's a New Zealand director, and the movie's called Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, it's spelled like wilder people, and it was very confusing for a while. You find out halfway through the movie, it's wilder people. Um, <laughs> I've been seeing the trailer for a couple months now, actually, and it was one of those trailers where you're like, that movie is either really funny, or they used every really good joke in the trailer, and it's going to be super boring and disappointing. Um, but I decided, uh, I think just like two days ago, to go see it. Um, and it was awesome. Holy shit, it's the funniest movie I've watched in a good chunk of time. That was hilarious and very cute, and it was great. It's um, So basically, it's this little boy. Uh, he's 13. His name's Ricky Baker. Um, it's set in New Zealand, and he isn't... Uh, he's kind of been passed around houses through adoption or foster agencies for a long while, and he's at, like, the last end. He's been... Uh, a real bad. So no egg. one loves him. No one loves him because he's this little tubby kid who likes to cause a muckus or a ruckus. A muckus, a, huh? <laughs> a ruckus and a muck. Shit. Um, and you he know, runs a the... muck, causing a ruckus. 
in the beginning, the uh, the child service lady who, because it starts where he's being dropped off at the, the house he's going to be staying in. It's in the middle of nowhere, right on the edge of the bush. Um, and this, his new foster mom runs up and she's wearing this clearly home knit sweater with a cat face on it. And she's just like jolly and really funny and super awkward. Um, like she runs up to him and one of the first things she had says to him is like, oh, you're a big fella, aren't you? And he, cause he's like really very large little 13 year old. Um, and he's wearing like <laughs> classic 13 year old gangster clothes. Um, there's those hoodies that were really popular in the early 2000s that zip all the way up the hood. Um, rappers it's like a skeleton lot. face on him. Yeah, that sort of yeah. shit. Yeah, um, like, but his were like jewels <laughs> and and badass. money and shit. Yeah, <laughs> this kid's fucking great. Um, and so it, it's basically he moves into this house. Um, and it's on the side of the bush, and he runs away. Um, into the middle of the woods, and his his foster father Hector, um, who's sort of the a guy who's lived in the bush most of his life he's really good at navigating and whatnot goes out in the woods with it or finds him in the woods and then um they're out there for a little while and they re- find out <clears throat> once they're heading back in um that people think that hector's kidnapped him and that he's like uh armed and dangerous and everything and it's it's really great it's fucking so funny um i laughed so hard at so many of those jokes i would highly recommend it it's called hunt for the wilder people Definitely check it out. Okay. Super fucking funny. Um, there's one to. part. To ruin one really funny part, um, they give this it. this kid a dog um, for his birthday because he turns 13 like the day he gets there. Um, and they get him a dog. And uh, the mom lady asks him, like, oh, what do you want to name the dog? He's like, uh, either Psycho Killer Maniac or Tupac. I'm not sure yet. And the lady <laughs> goes... Who's Tupac? He's like, oh, he's this really famous rapper, you know, really cool guy. He's he's kind of like my best friend. Uh, it's just, it's so fucking funny. It's really great. Both of you would absolutely love that movie. Highly, highly recommend. Wow, very presumptuous that you think you know what I would like. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you like, Camden. We spent enough time together yeah. in bed to know what you would like. Watching movies yeah. while cuddling. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, right. <laughs> I uh, thank you. I actually watched more stuff in the last week than I had in ages. Um, I went out. And... It's probably the groin injury. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I went out and I saw the new Ghostbusters. Um, How was it? Because I I was really skeptical. So, I was pretty skeptical too. But the lady that I went with had seen it and and said she enjoyed it and suggested that or the new Star Trek and. I was kind of leaning towards uh, something something funny, so we went for that. I, I liked it, actually. Um, I think it had a really bad trailer. Uh, I think th- that Melissa McCarthy is hilarious. Um, I don't think it'll age very well. It's a little... Yeah. It's a little too set in a time period, but like for a movie to go to with someone when you just want to have some, have some laughs and see some ghost busting, it's rad. And also, they did the most, like... That makes a ton of sense thing for a Ghostbusters movie ever, and had them bust a ghost at a heavy metal show, which was perfect. Nice. That sounds like fun. It was perfect. And then I watched all of season five of Game of Thrones, and fuck that season, man. That season was fucking great. God damn, that season was good. Is that the new one? 
Yeah, that's six the, is the, like, the one that no, just ended. Six is the one that just ended. Five was oh. the one before that. Five was good too, but six Fuck, is no, the one mm. where it's fucking at. Five was rough, man. Like there was there was some writing and there were some weird 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 choices that they made that like were effective, but like were kind of disappointing. Um in like terms of the the best example, uh, and I've talked with a couple people about this, uh, Sansa's rape scene and the fact that they ended the episode on a shot of Theon's face was that was the right choice. That was totally the right way to do that. Uh, that... I kind of disagree, but that's all right. We don't yeah, have to. I mean, we don't have to go deep on on that. Um, that's fair. I totally know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I'm just going to put that in here. Yeah, Camden's yeah. on board. Camden yeah. knows. He I have totally it. seen all these as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I would say uh, uh, the next season, season six, is really fucking good. I've started watching it. I've made it up to uh, to. I think I'm on the episode after uh, Daenerys gets quote unquote rescued, which was a badass episode. That was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of moments in that season that are like, "Wow, fuck, that was great." Cool. I'm just glad one that things are happening again, and two that we're getting some fucking wins after season five, where like literally every character had the worst shit happen to them. Also, yeah. I'm pretty sure Ramsey is is like the worst villain in the show at this point. He's he's probably the one who sucks the most, certainly. Yeah. yeah. I agree. He I keeps it up person. too. Don't you worry. Yeah. That shit does uh, not stop. Yeah, Fucking no. Ramsey. I do not like mm, he's he's messed up. He's messed up. Fucking yeah, Ramsey. He's a, uh, he's a he's a little Dingleheimer. Hey. Yep, that's him. A little Dingleheimer. <laughs> <laughs> yes? What about Dingleheimers? Uh, Ted's got one right there. Ooh, my little Aww. Dingleheimer. Meow, Aww. meow, meow. Come on, do it. Ted's got cat this, is I, I'm holding my cat for people for that people. don't know. Yeah. Um, she's got this really great habit. She talks a lot because cats don't actually talk to each, or meow at each other. It's like the only in thing English? they really do with humans. Yeah, in English. She's just like, what the fuck are you looking at all the time? It's really <laughs> great. I love it so much. That's, is that the only phrase you Back off, <laughs> human. What the fuck yeah, are she, you looking she at? She meows a whole lot. But in that, you know how she meows and she sounds like she's underwater when she does it? Um, wow. but if you remember, maybe. She always sounded weird. She was just like, yeah, I, it was very I uh, took care of her once or twice I or remember. three times. Yeah. Twice, a number of times. You yeah. spent time with Baby Cat. <laughs> it was three um, or more but Baby times, Cat I think. now has this really great habit where when you pick her up, she just squeaks. And I mean, like, squeaks really fucking loud. Like an old door that you're not expecting to open, and it just goes, You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Every time, it she does that almost every time. It's, it's so great. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Guys. I love it. We kind of let this this section spiral out of control. Yeah, and that brings me back to music. That brings me back to squeaking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good thing (laughs) this podcast is entirely about music. Um, Yeah, squeaky cat reminds me a lot of music, though. Talk about some. I did actually have a transition. (laughs) Okay, I listened to some fucking music that sounded like a squeaky cat. Uh, I was listening to this clarinet. Ist clarinet player, cl- clar- clarinet, what do you call those? Uh, 
Anyone know? Claire. Claire nope. Nidom. Nope. Claire just keep Nidom. going. We'll workshop it. Come on. Uh, so I was listening to Clarissa. I think that's probably what it is. Um, yeah, she's a Clarissa. That's her. She's a Clarissa. So it's a uh, this Syrian clarinet player. His name's um, uh, Keenan Azmeh. Um, he's a like world class clarinet player. <clears throat> he was part of. I was talking last week, I think, about the Silk Road Ensemble. Um, they're that cool group Yo Yo Ma kind of put together with friends, and they make music it's culture and whatnot he's a big key member of that so i was kind of wandering through and looking at excuse me uh the different musicians in that group and he was the one i spent um these past two weeks with he's super good it's really cool i would say you know i think camden would really like him he does a lot of skronkin in like the way not quite as skronky as um uh, yeah, I know. You fucking love scrunking just as much as I do. Um, and it's not quite as scrunky as our boy Colin, <laughs> but it uh, it gets it gets a bit scrunky sometimes. So if you're looking for some scrunk and you want to get your scrunk on, I would play... Uh, you would scrunk his... too. I would scrunk wanna, what too. If, what if you want to get scrunked? If you want to get scrunked... Have I got the hookup for you? I know a guy. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. I know a guy. I know the man you need. His name is Keenan. He's got a boy named Kel. Uh, He doesn't have a boy named Kel. Um, But Keenan Azmach, it's an album. I was listening to his album, Elastic City. Uh, Super good. Really lovely. I thought it was really well made. That guy plays a mean scronker. He is quite... The Clarissa. Clarissa, you he's a dude. Clarissa, Clarissa. sorry. Yeah. I really clarinets are, are not clarinator. quite my, my jam. Clarin he's quite the clarinator. <laughs> Very clairvoyant. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Alright, that's all my clarinet jokes I can come up with. Get your scronk on. Listen to I, uh, I I scronked to uh to some deer tick this uh that is this past not week. Sc- that's not scronky. I scronked to it anyway. Do you, I scronk you anyway. I didn't scrunk? care. You don't even scronk. Oh, I you scronk. Don't... You don't even know you how scrunk. much I scronk. I know a guy, okay? I know a guy. Oh, God. Bro, bro. So I listened I've been to uh, for 10 years. I, I listened <laughs> I listened to a I listened to some deer tech because uh after how I I've talked a lot about how I think uh the lead singer was better at at singing and writing when he was on heroin. So I went back and listened to John oh, McCauley. Yeah, yeah fuck sobriety. Um, <laughs> apparently get I like science. <laughs> yeah, get scronked. Write better. Um, I I went back and listened to uh, their, their I think it's their B-Sides album. It's the Black Dirt Sessions. Um, I like that album a lot, actually. It's got some really cool stuff on there. It's It tends towards their more acoustic sound. Um, and as they, as they went on, they leaned harder and harder into the electric uh so it's real good it's got some some tracks um 20 miles is really good mange is really good uh there's an acoustic version of christ jesus on there that is super super different than the original uh which is weird because i really like the original so it's it's kind of strange to have that be a piano track instead of this big heavy like earthy thing that it was before and then I listened to uh, Cage the Elephant's 2015 album. Um, K- 
change the offensive band that we've touched on a little bit because I liked their first album a lot, uh, and then their second album was exactly like their first album, and I didn't like that at all. And then a lot of people said that their third album was for people who didn't like their first two albums, so I checked that out and I thought it was all right. This album, their fourth album, is called Tell Me I'm Pretty. It was produced by Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys, and it's a much more... It's a darker album, I think. It's it's thematically much heavier. Uh, it's the the sound itself is is a little slower. Um, I like that they're going in that direction. I think that there's a lot of interesting stuff in Cage the Elephant, and I was super bored with the way that their second album sounded. I thought that was like one of the most disappointing follow up albums I had ever heard. So it's cool to see them doing something that I might care about. And I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. Also, I I like the Black Keys, so it doesn't hurt to Did, have uh, an important like question that keys. comes up with Cage the Elephant. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Ah, I was gonna try and loop it around, but oh. <laughs> um, all right. Did they make every song about an idiom again? Because they fucking love doing that, and I'm so tired of that. About an idiom? What do you mean? Yeah. Um, what is it? Ain't no rest for the wicked. Like all of their songs, big songs are idioms. Isn't that like only titled, one song? And they're just no. There's other ones I just can't remember. Are there? I don't are really there? Care about. I, I think it might not be one song. But I'm pretty sure there's more than I think it's actually Let's just, just like go two on the assumption that every song they released is an idiom. Why is it all right, that well, every, if, every song one or all? If every song they, they released was was uh, was modeled after a classic turn of phrase. Uh, they've moved away from that direction. And into Why? things like child abuse and uh, child abuse. Well, hard, why don't they go hard back? I was already skeptical about listening to a Cage the Elephant album. Now, if you tell, tell me, oh, the, <laughs> it's the new Cage the Elephant album, it's all mm-hmm. about child abuse, I'd be like, no. <laughs> no, no thank you. <laughs> no, I think there's only one actual track that's clearly about, about an abused kid. <laughs> it's but, either uh, one or all. I'm really uncertain. Yeah, it's one or all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It might be, uh, it could be a good, concept though. album. Uh, about it, an abused child. It might be, it might be <laughs> worth worth listening to. I, the thing that I've liked about them recently is that they can. God, this is gonna come. This is gonna be terrible. Right after talking about how there's a song about child abuse, they can be funny. Uh, I, yeah. I like for some reason the uh, the album title resonates with me. The, the tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> so I don't know. They're pretty good. It might be worth checking out if you lo- want some alt rock. It's better than their old stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what I got, man. That's what I listen to. What do you do, Camden? I last last we heard, uh, our uh, our old steed you, died. You heard. And oh, I've been yeah. waiting for two with... weeks with I, bated yeah, I... breath to hear about this shit. I still don't know what's wrong with Black Betty because she's sitting at a garage somewhere and they were supposed to get it done or at least get it like looked at and diagnosed by Friday and they still haven't called me. So, yeah. I still don't know what's going on. That's so what, what, um, what did you do? Die, but you I, uh, I don't have a, I don't have a vehicle, so I did, I did get a new car. I I was riding a horse temporarily, of course. I just I just snatched one up <laughs> you from to, the you side of the to. road, you know. I just uh, from I the parade, it. from the parade. There were yep. there were a lot there. Oh, they're all over the place. Yeah, 
This place is lousy with horses. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, but after that, I got, uh, I replaced my old beater ass Jeep with a uh, probably more beater ass, a couple years older Toyota 4Runner (laughs) that I I got for like 800 bucks. But, oh, the forerunners! It, it is fucking pimping. It's got a smashed window. It's got. A... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, really oh. screechy brakes, and uh, the the windshield wipers don't work. But that's a uh, oh shit! Certainly, the motors are really easy to change. But I. Uh, with the windshield wipers not working, I got, I got introduced to this uh, miracle substance called Rain-X <laughs> you can put on your windshield. Oh, Rain-X is the yes, best. Rain-X. It's that amazing. so good. It's yeah. so amazing. I, I used it today as I was like, oh man, I'm so nervous about Because the guy I bought it from was like, he's like, yeah, the windshield wipers don't work now. They went out the other day, but like, you just spray Rain-X on it and it's fine. <laughs> like, I was kind of skeptical. <laughs> and then I drove to work today and it was like pouring. I was like, holy shit, I can see everything. <laughs> <laughs> I can see better than I could ever see in black yeah. with Rain-X, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, so Rain-X just, like, awesome. yeah, something I mean, you throw on the window and, like, makes it makes the water, like, beat up and, like, slide away easier. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, totally works really fucking well. Rain-X so, yeah, is I, magic. I, yeah, I might not even fix the wipers, so I just use Rain-X. You don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah. Keep spraying Rain-X and you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm all about buying beaters, though. Always yeah, the no, right choice, too. as far as I'm concerned. Put eight hundred dollars in and a it car, was like... and then you've got three thousand to fix it up, and you're way better off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like the things I have to fix in it won't cost near that much. I think it'll probably cost. Like, no, and it's and all like stuff. Like it's all like extreme. stuff I can do myself. You know, mm-hmm. except uh, I don't really know how to install a window, but I'm sure I could watch some YouTube videos. You got this on lock. <laughs> I believe yeah. in you yeah. for sure. Forerunners uh, are super easy to work on too. Yeah, no, and I, I, I've always liked them, and like it feels good, like it drives well, and like everything runs well. There's like pretty decent the, uh, kind of functions for like a cheap beater car. car. It just like looks like shit. <laughs> That's why. The, the car I've got down here is an old Forerunner. It's not mine. I just happen to have a key to it. You know, as you do, and uh, it's like driving a boat, man. They're not small, but they have fantastic turning radiuses. It's stupid how good those things are. Ra- I love it. Ra- radiuses, did you say? Radius. Radii, Radii please. <laughs> radials. Radial. They're, turning, they're turning, turning radials. Turning, it's like ra- their shoulders. Turning radishes. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> turning radishes. They're fucking pumping those radishes out. So, yeah, I, I, will, I will send I you a you sweet picture. <laughs> yeah. I really want to fucking. Yeah, baller I'll send you guys picture a of you and your picture of me gangster. Yeah, I want, I want to see you ghost riding that whip, okay? Yeah. Oh, it does have a sunroof. So Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> now you riding in style. Yeah. Yeah, if yep. you're so you don't even need windshield wipers. You just stand up, put your head out, oh, and I you're forgot good. to find another stick. another fun beater car thing it does. The uh the speakers will sometimes like um just generate like very loud bursts of static that are like <laughs> kind of hurt your ears 
That's, so that's that's fun. ideal. That's what I want for <laughs> <Yeah>. my speakers. <laughs> I, I like it when you're driving and then like something like that happens and it's scary. You know, like I want to I want to be like on the edge being spooked when I'm driving. <laughs> it's only really when you first safer, turn it on. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, that's that. Pretty much. So what you been Covered. listening? I didn't listen to? to a lot of music. I listened to I a lot of say, stuff that I've already talked about before. So, oh, sorry. Go. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Please. Please. Sorry. Please. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, you. Sorry. <laughs> what have you been listening to, Camden? What have you been listening oh, to? Oh, I listened to a lot of stuff I've talked about before that I'm not going to go over. Uh, but I, did I talk about oh, the God. new William Tyler album last time? No, I don't think you did. No, you mentioned it to me a while back. I don't think we actually uh, talked about it, though. Well, it's pretty good. Uh... William Tyler is a gat box player. He uh, <laughs> a gat box. He plays. He plays the six twelve string gat box. Ele- Those Gore electric, electric and acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like, he's like, he's like an instrumental uh, like uh, alt country Americana style guitar player um really beautiful instrumental guitar work um has a great album from a couple years ago called impossible truth uh this new one's called modern country (laughs) 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 and it's great uh so yeah if you're into like instrumental guitar music at all like he's the fucking shit so he's super fucking good i would listen to that for sure it's good very pretty very relaxing very like easy to listen to good, while doing other things. Great driving music, yeah. And you could get skronks to it if you really want to. Though there's not a lot of skronk oh, no in doubt. it. Oh, I, I think want you to could take it and not much and skronking happening. But you could, yeah. Make it. My you skronk make dealer told me about that album. Yeah. Uh, the only other like, thing no, I wanted to some modern country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only other thing I wanted to touch on really quick, and I'll probably listen to the rest of it by next episode, but uh, I listened to a little bit of the new Wild Beasts album, which is called Boy King. Uh, uh, and it's... Uh, I'm not super into it so far. I'll listen to it again. Because uh, I, like, I have like loved pretty much every Wild Beasts album. I think this is like five or the fifth or sixth one. And like their last one in particular, I thought was like really fantastic. Um, but they've they've kind of gone with like a, they've always had like dance rock elements, but they've kind of like gone full on dance rocky in this one. And it's it seems like everything's a little. The first run through was like it seems like everything was a little more simplified than I'd want to with them because like one of their appeals is like they would make this really they'd make the type of music that was like really catchy but they like do all this weird shit like they have the two vocalists who have like weird crazy vocal ranges like they'll sing in like really low registers and do like high-pitched wails and stuff and then uh they'll just always make like interesting instrumental choices but this one seems a little more simplified and i'm I'm gonna listen to it a few more times because i really like the band i'm not just gonna like dismiss it right out of hand but uh i wasn't super pumped on it when I first listened to it, I, I like stopped listening to it halfway through to listen to something else. I was like, eh. <laughs> which was uh, too bad because I was really looking forward to this album. 
Um, mm. This is not something I've listened to, but I was excited. Uh, the new Clipping album is already coming out on September 9th. Oh, so, wow. That's so soon. Yeah. yeah. That's Holy a quick crap. turnaround. Yeah. Yep. So that's all I have to really say about this week for <laughs> lassening. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out that I need to get to. I am so fucking behind. I remember the days when I listened to all the things I should listen to that came out. Those days are no more. <laughs> Good days. Yeah. You did listen to something this guy, else. This guy, Ted and I, used to be like kings of the college radio world. We were like big pimping on KSUA. For sure. You weren't <laughs> really like a businessman. You were a business man. Yeah, we were a businessman. We must have had like... Yeah, we were a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> High end, fucking scrong kings. Wait, are you, you, did you say I listened to something else? Yeah, we were scrong kings. Yes, That's no, I want, I want you to tell me. Scrong <laughs> kings would be pretty good. Um, that's our, our follow up <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. You picked our album for this week. Oh shit! I did. You're right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I picked the album for this week. There's something I had been listening to a lot for a while. Um, it was actually the choice album in Black Betty for like the three weeks before she died. Um, basically listened to this album almost every day <laughs> from work. Uh, but the album is the uh, debut album from Mercury Rev. Our, uh, I can't know if I don't know if it's Mercury Rev or Mayor Curry Reeves. I think, I think it's Mayor Curry Reeves. Mayor Curry Reeves. Mary Curry Mary yeah, Mayor. That sounds right. Is it really? Mayor that Curry right. Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's because um, they love Curry so much, right? Yeah, right. yeah. And they're, they um, Reeve. They they're all named may, Reeves. It's like, yeah, they're all Reeve. Every one. Of them. <laughs> yeah, every last one of them. That's why no, they started the band. Uh, like, hey, we're all Reeve. Yeah, that's uh, how, that's yep, that's what hit it off between them. Um, but yeah, so it's the debut album from Mercury Rev. They are a band out of New York, uh, sort of like early '90s uh, psychedelic noise pop stuff. Um, this, yeah, this album sort of uh, came out of a time when this was. There's a lot of stuff like this being made, but these guys, at least in like that era of psychedelic rock were uh, like a pretty big name in that genre in their time. And this this first album and the one that followed it up, it's called Boses, are kind of like a certain era of their sound. And they're the only ones I'm familiar with. But from what I understand, there's like one member of the band, uh, David Baker, who's like one of the vocalists, who was in the band for these two albums and was kind of the one who pushed them to do like more weird and experimental shit more. So once he left, they got a little more like stripped, stripped down and, uh, you know, focus a little more on like the, the, like catchy songwriting and stuff. I don't like, I don't know, uh, any of the other albums, but, uh, yeah, they, they're definitely one of those bands that has like several eras, you know? So this is definitely like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. weird jammy noisy era of this band. And they're like, they're like a lot of fans, like, 
hardcore fans of this band, and they're like one of those where people be like, "No, only the first two albums, nothing else." (laughs) 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 Everything else is shit. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I can't speak to that. Whether everything else is shit, it might be way better. I might like it more. Um, I have no idea. But uh, I kind of came to this album because. This, this is like one of those bands I've already I've always like known like recognized the name of and like kind of knew about them a little bit but had never heard an album from them um, so then uh, I was looking through my box of rando CDs from KSUA and this album was in there for some reason <laughs> this was one of them what? really yeah yeah uh, I didn't like I, yeah I don't think I have too many of like too many of those that I got from there that are older albums but uh yeah, so mm-hmm. I just threw it in my car one day and listened to it like to and from work, and was super into it. Um, it sounded like I don't know. I, I was the like first thing that grabbed me about it was in the first song. There's a moment like three minutes in. So the first song is the track uh, "Chasing a Bee," which is kind of like lays out the like mix of like. Uh, kind of they have like some songs with like weird like childish vocals and then like really poppy and happy instrumentation and then they'll have like fucking big nasty ass slabs of guitar noise Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like the one like the first one that comes in on chasing a bee it's like you hear like that wall like cut in like in three minutes and it's like it's like kind of engulfing when you first hear it and like the first time I listened to it, I was, like, impressed by... Because this is something that's always great in music is, like, good use of dynamics. And, you know, they had been building up the song before. And then, like, when this noise cuts in, it's, like, so much louder than everything else that has come before. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's just like, you're like, Jesus Christ. And I really, <laughs> I really liked that. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much... And uh, it wasn't, like, super... Uh, dissonant or anything like I think all the like most of the noise parts used on this album are like really um, engaging and like really colorful to me uh, so yeah so I got super into it from the first track then listened to the rest of it um, I really liked uh, the like shorter more catchy songs like the next two like Syringe Mouth and uh, Coney Island Cyclone are sort of like you know short little doses of noise rock um i really yeah, like great syringe tracks. mouth yeah yeah <laughs> i think syringe mouth is really good yeah um yeah and then it sort of goes into a a big stretch of like oddball psychedelic jamming for like basically the rest of the album <laughs> like the rest of the album is like <laughs> really long tracks uh and there's sort of an alternation between, like, the... Because I think it's, like, two vocalists. Uh, one is Jonathan Donahue, who, before or before this and during this band, played in a couple... Played on a couple Flaming Lips albums, who are, who are like, at this period, were sort of, like, a similar band sonically. Because Flaming Lips is also one of those groups that's been through, like, a lot of phases. Like, a lot. Um, yeah. And this was definitely the time period where they were re- releasing just, like noisy dream pop like this and uh yeah he's on the two albums he, he's like the second guitarist on the albums uh in a 
priest-driven ambulance and um what's the other one it's like i think it's like hit to the death in the future head or something uh it's like two early 90 early 90s flaming lips albums that are like similarly mixes of like really noisy instrumentation and like really catchy melodies definitely not as jammy as this album um Mm -hmm. but yeah so i don't know i just think i don't know i i don't really get into uh that much like psych rock or anything but uh i really liked the whole atmosphere this album created because it's like a lot of a lot of it felt really playful and then there are some like weird eerie parts too but it never gets like overwhelmingly dark at all you know yeah what's kind of like you guys think about uh the last track uh the, the long track Right, so there's like a bonus track at the end of it. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, uh, very sleepy, very sleepy rivers, and then in the last six minutes, it has like a separate thing. Yeah, it's car wash hair. That one was a single. They like the original version of the album. It was a single they released afterwards. Um, so it's actually only like later versions of the album that have that one tacked on. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of like the first ones just have like a 12 minute track, and then you know. It's, but uh yeah, Very Sleepy Rivers was cool. That one is like really spaced out and there's just kind of like a really mm-hmm. repetitive baseline going and then sort of like the mumbly garbly vocals and I don't know, like this is a unique one for me because a lot of times when that kind of stuff happens, like I'll get really bored. Uh and but I don't know, I think f- with this album for some reason like the uh the atmosphere of it and like just how like how crisp everything sounds on this album is makes it really engaging for me i don't know like i can see similar albums me being not being able to like get through it especially since it's pretty much like the first three tracks which are like fairly straightforward and catchy and then it's like 40 minutes of like weirdness after that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it it was but it, i just think weird, it was the tonal shift really in this well album. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no i think they do i i think they did a really good job with it um my first time through i had a similar experience with chasing a bee because i was just like oh this is really great and then mm-hmm. um at about three minutes in when that wall of guitar sound comes i'm like yes oh god <laughs> this is what i was hoping for that's what yeah. i uh, you you hear it in shoegaze or noise rock, all yeah. those things. And I thought um, the way you describe it, it's very dynamic because it seems pretty loud until that that wave of sound gets added in, and it's mm-hmm. a completely different level of volume. And um, you have like and they the, uh, do such a like, good job sorry. with their sound layering; like it's yeah. so crisp all around. Vocals also are always the interesting audible, addition unless they don't want being... them to be. Then they're kind of weird and garble. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> It's, all... it's also the interesting. Ad- Sorry, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. There's like an interesting addition of like flute in a lot of the songs because there's there's a person in the band that plays flute and it's like shows up a bunch. Of, it's you know it's kind of like <laughs> a, a sound you don't hear in like this type type of music that often. But it's yeah, yeah it's oh super not cool. at all. Uh, yeah, it adds a really great layer. It's kind of like an, a mm-hmm. third vocalist in some sort of aspects of the song. So yeah. they tend to follow the the vocal melody. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, 
Chasing a Bee is definitely the one that sticks out to me the most because it's the most up my alley. Um, but as you said, it it all after the third song, the Coney Island Cyclone, it all becomes that sort of jammy psychedelic, which I really appreciate psychedelic, but I tend to have a little more trouble with it. Um, but not in this one. I, I think their their dream pop um, experimental side sticks out enough that I'm still very okay with it. Like uh, yeah. blue and black. That mm-hmm. weird, like, <laughs> that strange yeah. vocal intro is so great, and I enjoy uh-huh. it so much every time. Yeah, it's, and I think it's mm-hmm. it's odd that like the fact that this album is as accessible as it is, right? Like, yeah, it's surprising. I I kind of I kind of expected it to be a little harder to get into, but I was I was kind of similar in that, uh, like, I like Chasing a Bee a lot, Syringe Mouth. Like I just love the way that track opens. Uh, hmm. Sorry, Ted, for interrupting you. Go on. No, not at all. It's, had, I'm you, totally. You had the end I, of a thought. Um, this is not important. I, I also I also really did like uh, Car Wash Hair a lot. The single that was tacked on to the very end. Yeah. It. No. Yeah. It, Car Wash Hair is song. fucking great. It's a cool little track. It's a cool yeah. little track. Just kind of snuck in there at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was very surprised the first time I heard it because it snuck out and I was like, "Oh, what the hell is this?" And it was just so fun. Mm. This is like a, re- a surprisingly fun album. Yeah, yeah. I was is. reading. What... <laughs> oh, we've got some decent going on. Oh. <laughs> I was reading a really, really great review of this. Um, and someone was describing this album as like spending a really perfect warm and cool kind of summer day on a like grassy hill with flowers and bees and birds and shit while tripping on a lot of acid because you have these (laughs) moments where it's just like oh it's so beautiful and lush whoa that bee's getting really close and then it's great again (laughs) it's i i i listening to this again after reading that review it's very accurate like they have such a an upbeat summary feeling to them um it's it's really good this is an excellent album i was very pleased with it yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah um, there, there's some, some points the... ar- around <laughs> jesus christ this is... <laughs> there's some points around when the when the changeover happened that i wasn't super huge on like i didn't really like blue and black that much um but once you're through into like the second half of Sweet Odyssey of a Cancer T Center, Cancer Cell T Center <laughs> of your heart and frittering, it got me back into it quite a bit. Yeah, I love frittering. Was That's it one of my favorite a minute before tracks. the end of that song? Because man, the min at uh, six fifteen or whatever on that song, it gets <laughs> hella noisy and guitar-y. Ooh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like when i when i was first getting into this album i found myself really into like right away really into the first few tracks and uh car wash hair um at the end and then uh i definitely liked all the jammy ones but uh it took me longer to really really get into those ones um mm-hmm. yeah i'm pretty into it um, what else do I have to say about this? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I wasn't super prepared for this. 
<laughs> I really like the album. I've listened to it a bunch of times. <laughs> I got that going for me. Uh, but yeah, definitely, um, if you're into the album, like the next one is definitely worth checking out. It's like, I've only listened to it twice, and it's seems like just as good, maybe better than this one. Um, definitely like the same style. You have like the mix of like really noisy, uh, poppy elements, and then just like long tracks interspersed with really short ones. And yeah, you can just there's like lots of interesting sounds going on all the time. You can really, uh, yeah, can really like get you into a, a rhythm. I don't know. It's really good. I'd be, I'd be, Did you? Um... <laughs> I'd be kind of curious to see where they uh, where they went after this. Certainly yeah, that. well, yeah, yeah. yeah, where they went wow. was, uh, it sounds like it was just, um, more focused on the songwriting rather than, like, the, uh, like, overwhelming instrumentation and, like, yeah. soundscapes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what I've heard recently, though, uh, I have and I haven't listened, this is just me reading sort of reviews mentioning their more recent albums, but they get kind of that, um, orchestral, uh, poppy feeling to them which is still very good they're very good at it but it's just way different than what it is now so it'd be Mm -hmm. it'd be fun definitely to check that out i when i was looking up information about this album um i came across the uh um there was something talking about on the um the pressing of the album for the the track very sleepy rivers is divided amongst tracks eight through 98 they put oh, that yeah, single no, this, song this, on ninety yep, separate yep. tracks. The, C- the CD I which have is, has ninety nine tracks on it. Oh, That's weird! Fantastic. Yeah, it adds an extra so, minute like, of like slight silence from the lag. Yeah, so like tracks nine through ninety eight, yeah, are just like seconds of silence, and then there's some of like the weird sounds that start before Car Wash Hair starts, and then Car Wash Hair huh. is just yeah, track ninety nine. Like, there's ninety four <laughs> second tracks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so great. Um, and then I heard da, 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 around track A, what is it? Um, in one of the quieter sections, they added a low-level sub-bass signal, which is under 20 hertz. And apparently, mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, uh, and it broke some of the equipments at the Sony Mastering Studio because it's so fucking <laughs> such a low bass sound. That no one can really hear. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I thought it was great. Like, the, the splitting up into 90 tracks or whatever is so fucking funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but all around, um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, I really wish I would have gotten excellent. the chance to... Yeah, I wish I would have gotten the chance to go through more of it. Um, or more of their discography. And I, like, I don't know a lot about psychedelic music in general. Like, I'm not huge on the history of it but i know that this album's really well regarded like in that general genre um mm-hmm. especially in like this era of it uh but yeah i just it's one of those albums that i think has a uh like i think this like the soundscape of this album is pretty unique and um yeah i don't know it's just <laughs> god it's, just, it's yeah. such a bright album, which is very yeah. abnormal for this genre. Yeah. For me, at least. For the noisy aspect of the genre, not the psychedelic. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a really interesting point, actually. Um, a lot of the time, when you get like super no- heavy noise rock, I find it, for me, 
I don't know, I like it comes across as kind of discordant, and that didn't really happen on this album. Like there, it was, yeah. it felt very like I don't know, unified. It was cool. It was a cool thing, and like I say, that as someone who does not tend to get drawn into noise rock and like wall of sound style stuff all that often. Yeah. So yeah, all around, I'm really. Think... In... <laughs> I I love it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 think... I wish I would have. I wish I would have come up with a better presentation and like written about it or something. But yeah. Yeah, I was I mean, really expecting a PowerPoint. It's like, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we give it a Ric Flair. Ric Flair's. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Woo! That just clipped the shit out of my audio. <laughs> it's clipping, bitch. I looked in. I looked into some music news, but the only interesting thing I found oh, was Jesus. that uh, Eminem's old bodyguard said that Suge Knight tried to have him killed. Him being Eminem on multiple occasions. Suge Knight, of course, still awaiting uh, trial from the last yeah. murder charge from last year. Yeah. Beyond that, like we've got a lot of stuff coming out. There's lots of interesting albums um, coming out in August that somebody, I'm sure, will talk about them. Probably Camden because he actually listens to new music. Yeah, uh, sometimes. I don't know, guys. Do you? Do we have anything else to add? You can uh, find us I'm in good. places. Wait, we yeah, do have can. something to add. Ted. Shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's important. What? What are we listening to next? Oh week? shit! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was really nervous. I thought I'd forgotten to do something. Um, man, what are we listening to next week? I should decide on that. You think I should do it now, or I think you should do it now. Yeah, so just we can off we, off the top of your head. <laughs> we can tell the people oh, what we're going to be listening to next week. Um, so next week we are going to be listening to the quartet for the end of time we've talked about it once or twice in the past I know grown boring old people music I believe I brought it up once yeah I believe you did grown (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we talked about it before briefly we're going to talk about it in mediocre amounts of depth now well next week now it's gonna be great we're all very excited to end time with a quartet or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be great the discussion's gonna be about as good as my description right there we're all really excited yeah no so what's the uh what are we what are we looking for oh no that doesn't matter. i'll tell you guys specifically that after base it's i mean it's such a famous one there's going to be so many different renditions um yeah. so the hope is that we just so everyone knows i guess um we're going to try and listen to a couple different ones and then i'll have one that we all focus on okay um is the plan we'll see it'll be great and get our classical on well not technically classical but we'll get it on anyway put on our classical mm. classicals mm. Mm, we don't get it on. Yeah, put on our classical glassicals and listen to some some nice funk or whatever. All right, yeah, so email us, soundingboardpodcast. Actually, yeah, just soundingboardpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Not Always Music. Reach out to us there if you want. We haven't been super active lately, but we're working on it. We got some stuff in the works. Join us next week for... Quartet for the end of time. And, uh...
I think that's what we got. You guys want to play us out in the sweet, sweet styles of Mercury Rev? Oh, yeah. Let me do some guitar noise. Oh, you got... <laughs> we were just talking about how they weren't discording. Chasing a bee. Uh, All right, guys. Good job. Good job. In a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great night, guys. See you next week. See ya.